0: Welcome to the Penny and Pops podcast. He's Spencer Penny Strode. I'm Adam Pops Papa Giorgio. Seasons greetings. Happy New Year. Uh, we are recording this uh early Wednesday evening, October 25th, 35th uh Orlando Magic uh regular season is starting tonight uh against the Houston Rockets. And so this is gonna be our prediction show. But before we get into the predictions, we had some pleasant news that happened on Monday. Uh, so literally hours after we recorded our last pod, uh none of us thought that we were gonna hear any extension news on uh on Cole Anthony or uh, and especially not Chumo KK. but uh yeah, Cole Anthony got a three year 39 million dollar extension, which is way cheaper than I and basically anyone expected I thought. uh year one of the extension which kicks in next year, he's gonna make 12.9 million dollars year two, 13.1 million. Year three is a team option at 13.1 million as well. I didn't think it was possible. We were going to get Cole signed to an extension below 18 mil per and maybe even 20 mil, but I guess the market wasn't that big on a guy of Cole Anthony size. Um, yeah. I know. Penny, are you pleasantly surprised? Cause I am. I'm, I'm happy this got done. I just, I didn't think we'd get him this low.
1: Yeah. I was very pleasantly surprised. I think, uh, not just to kind of get the business out of the way, but I, you know, you're talking about the market for Cole Anthony, but also I think it speaks to what's being built here um, and Cole not even necessarily wanting to go out and try and test to get every last dollar. I think that's a net positive too. And hopefully those good vibes will roll right into tonight as we get off onto a, you know, get off onto a good start with uh, Cole Anthony locked up for the next three years. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got a good shot at
0: winning six man of the year, I feel like, especially if he gets off to a decent start. But, I mean, if you look at the 2020 draft class, which was just heavily impacted by, uh, you know, by COVID, um, you know, Col- 13 first round picks didn't get uh, di- didn't get contract extension. So it's nice to get that done. Yeah. Um, Let's get into season predictions. Let's, we're just going to roll through them. Hopefully, this isn't a long episode. Um, I didn't know if you had any others that 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 you know I'd given you a bunch beforehand, but if you have any ones that I don't have and you want to throw them in, throw them in. But I'm just going to start off with our rookies here. So Penny, over or under a combined twelve and a half G League games for Anthony Black and Jed Howard. You going over or under twelve and a half games, Penny?
1: This one's interesting. We talked about this uh, off air a little bit. Uh, I like where you're going with this, but I'm, I'm going to go under, I think more so than even playing minutes on the court. I feel like the, the focus for the team is to have them around the big club uh, for more time, you know, as much time as possible. So uh, I think they'll probably make an appearance or two, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under on that one for this year.
0: Yeah, and I mean, also there's there's the whole injury situation too. Where if we start picking up injuries again, like these these kids are gonna get minutes. But uh, I am trying to be optimistic and say that the Magic are gonna be like middle of the pack, relatively healthy, which would be an enormous uh, boost to everything, since we. Tend to, you know, for three years, we basically led the league in in, in in games lost due to injury or COVID. Um, so I'm going over, uh, I mean, it's over, it's more than six games each for these guys to play in Osceola. And, you know, looking at some of these, some of the home stretch, some of the home schedule stuff that we got, like it's possible that you could see some of these guys play one night in Osceola and the next night be kind of, you know, be available on the magic bench. So I'm going to go with a over, it'd be a slight over. Um, these guys are going to need reps, especially Anthony black, especially if Anthony black wants to be a point guard, he, he needs reps and the best way to get that right now, while both Foltz and Cole are healthy is, is in the G league. And Jed Howard's got to learn a lot of intangibles and just improve on a lot of stuff. So he needs, he needs reps too. So We'll see how it plays out. So I'm going over on that. Uh, all right, Penny, over under, and this was this is really ambitious for me, I think. But over under 49 and a half regular season games for Jonathan Isaac. Does Jonathan get at least 50 or more games
1: of this 82 game season in, Penny? I I try to be, I want to be optimistic, but I try, I end up falling on uh, objective more more than that. So I'm going to go under. I think there's going to be. Uh, I think there's going to be built in rest days. There's back to backs that are going to come into play where he's sat, held out. Um, and I'm not going to, until you see it, I'm not going to believe it. So I'm going to go under, uh, 49 and a half.
0: I think because this is like the last chance for him, basically with his contract situation, very unstable. I think he pulls it off. I think he, he hits like 50 something games this season. Um, he healthy hell i mean he looks healthy right now again they've got him on a 10 minute minute restriction um even if he misses back to backs like he's he, i think he'll he'll hit the 50s and you know if, if he gets an injury here in the next 2 3 months the magic could easily be you know finally wave him and be done with them. i mean he he could suffer a devastating injury and they still won't do that cuz you know they the front office and ownership believe in him so much but um I think because of that potential for him to be done and waved and cut, I think he's going to somehow pull it off and get in the 50. So I'm going over. All right, Penny, will the Magic make it to the knockout uh, stage of the in-season tournament? So will they make it to the quarterfinal stage? Um, to do that, they're going to have to go at minimum 3-1 and one, uh, to potentially get in either as winner of uh, East Group C or you know i think it's the top two runner ups get in or get into the uh the quarterfinals um so you you either have to go 3 and 1 or 4 and 0 oh. you think uh you th- well, do you think the magic are going to make the knockout stage of the
1: end season tournament i have the magic going 2 and 2 in their tournament uh games so i have them uh not making it to the quarterfinals for the first year of the tournament uh Man, I am just
0: so uh, optimistic. So I'm going to go yes. I think we win the group. I think we win East Group C. Uh, I have us going 4-0 in those games, and we might have a chat about this in a bit when when it comes down to win-loss predictions for the season. But um, it's early enough in the season where I think teams that have high cohesion and uh, energetic youth on their side can do well, and the Magic are kind of in the top list or the top tier of, of those categories at the moment. And I, I think the magic are excited are going to be excited to play for something out of the gate. And I mean, they still count as regular season games too, obviously as well, but um, yeah, I, I have the magic going four and zero, and I think we're going to make it to the knockout stage of the, of this in season tournament. And yeah, we'll see how that goes. All right, Penny, will the Magic finally finish with a top 20 offense in the league? Uh, It has not happened since Dwight Howard left in 2012. The Magic just always finish bottom 10 in the league in offense. Will the Magic eke out a top 20 uh, offensive uh, finish in
1: this league? That is a great question, a great stat, a depressing stat, and not an altogether surprising stat. Unfortunately, I think it continues for one more year. I think we get a a little bump here, but we're just outside of the top 20 for this season. All
0: right. I'm keeping the optimism going. So I'm saying, yes, I'm going to say we finish like 18th. I'm I'm going to go with 18th on that. So uh, I don't have, I mean, look, if you look at preseason, like we're shooting more threes, we're, we're moving the ball really well. Um, We've got guys that get to the free throw line. Like all of that seems to lean towards, this potentially happening. so I'm going yes, I'll say eighteenth. Okay, Penny, will the magic make any notable or sizable trade by the trade deadline
1: um this season? Um, I I'm gonna say no again on this one um with the brass being committed to see out the entirety of the season sussing out what we have before making any big swings potentially in the summer or right before uh, camp next year.
0: I'm also gonna go no, which probably means it's gonna happen now because I think every time we've asked this question, I've said yes, and it sometimes it mostly doesn't happen. So uh, for me to finally get say no, it's probably gonna end up happening. Um, I just don't know who that trade would be. I don't know if that's a Gary Harris trade or or what, but I'm just gonna go no, uh, not happening. All right, Penny. Uh, does Jamal Mosley finish out his third season? As magic head coach and surpassed Jacques Vaughn in uh in games in Magic Games coach. So Jamal Mosley's at 164 uh games coached uh going into this Houston Rockets game tonight, uh regular season wise. Jacques Vaughn got to 216 with the Magic before he got canned late in his third uh his third season under uh, with the Magic. Um we've been doing this since Mosley got hired. Uh Mosley needs 53 more games this season. To surpass Jacques Vaughn. Does he does he do it?
1: Does he does he uh, does he beat out Jacques Vaughn? We, we've we finally come around, I think. Uh, yes, he, he's going to complete the season. Um, and by all accounts, again, everybody in the building seems to love the guy. Uh, hopefully he will continue to improve each year as he gets more games coached under his belt. I, I am also going yes. Uh, even if for
0: some reason we just have a disastrous year, uh, I just, I don't, I think he'll at least make it past game 53 and he and, and Mosley will, would probably finish out the year, I feel like, or the season, I feel like. So I'm going yes. Uh, yeah, just it's, it's, progressively getting better and better for mosley and that's what you want to see from a from a young head coach is just him kind of learning from his mistakes or so, yeah like you said everybody loves mosley and that's not the case for uh, for some coaches in the nba with their teams. so everybody loves jamal mosley and uh yeah looking he, that that should be a yes all right penny over under uh half a magic player making an all making the all-star team which we just found out because it's in indiana uh this season uh but we just found out that it's going back to the east-west format there's no more drafting i don't believe it is uh or if there is drafting i don't know but uh no there wouldn't be drafting it's the east-west format which uh i appreciate that and i like that it's going back to the east-west format i would prefer usa versus world but um yeah, Penny, you're going over under half a magic player making the all-star game. So either you think we're getting an all-star or we're not having an all-star.
1: You like that format because uh you're old and we're both purists. So we <laughs> east to west. Um for this season again, I'm gonna take the under. I think there's not enough time to ramp up and get uh get the coaches behind. I don't think we're getting a starter either way in terms of popularity. So it has to be a reserve. Um, I don't think there's enough time to ramp up and get kind of the, the coaches behind either Apollo or Franz. Uh, but I would not rule out next year, starting the reign of one or both of them for a decade plus to come. I'm going over. Uh, I'm going to say we're I have am. we have
0: two, which is kind of a hint at where I'm going with my win loss prediction, because for The magic to get an all star, they're not going to get it as a from a popularity vote, they're not, you know, the fan, unless somehow Germany just wakes up and decides to vote for Franz or whatever. Or like, all the Dukies go and folks in Seattle go crazy for Paolo, like, um, because we know the Italians won't do that now for him. Um, I, I it's gonna have to be as a reserve. Uh, I have Paolo getting in as a reserve person and then i have franz wagner getting in as an injury replacement is my prediction that we're gonna have two so um yeah optimistic mood for me so all right penny will either rookie make the uh all-star weekend rising stars event and or get named to one of the two all rookie teams at the end of the season so will anthony black and or jet howard make it to an all the All-Star Weekend Rising Stars event, and or will either
1: get named to an all-rookie team? I'm going to continue my trend. Uh, this one's an easier answer, I think. Uh, no, there's just there's simply not going to be uh, enough time on the floor for them to get named to anything. Um, and a pretty, by all accounts in the preseason, a pretty deep class maybe across the NBA for names to pop to kind of fill out those spots this year Uh, i'm going no as well um it's going to take
0: a lot of injuries again and then just black and howard being able to stay on the floor which i don't think they can do right now um and yeah i don't think time would be on on their side from an all-star perspective uh you know maybe they could have a strong second half to the season and sneak into an all-rookie second team but i just yeah no minutes for them don't see the time okay penny uh it's win loss record prediction time so i nailed this last year um i predicted that the magic would win 34 games and i absolutely nailed it and i never the
1: first time that you've ever
0: hit right on the nose yeah 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 Yeah. so i hit i said 34 and 48 and it happened so i i take this seriously as i look at every game on the schedule so first off penny um over under 37 and a half magic wins. Uh, keep in mind, this number was 35 and a half at the start of the summer. So people have definitely been betting the Orlando over with the sports books. So it's at 37 and a half. Are you going over under? And then I do
1: want to know what's your win loss prediction for this magic team? The, the negativity stops here as I'm taking the over. Uh, I'm going to say hammer the over, but I really can't when I give you the number because it's close, but, uh, I have the magic this year and this is tough. I have them at 39 wins for the season. Okay. So, well,
0: I guess I'll ask, I'll, 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 I'll ask in a bit, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's on the verge of playing territory, uh, potentially maybe out of the playing depending on how the east
1: kind of stacks up we are distinctly uh in my predictions we are distinctly uh on the verge we'll say right there so you're seeing i mean we're
0: talking what are we talking here a uh a five game improvement okay um so I I don't know. Do you want to elaborate on on just here's, the improvement? And, here's and, my take.
1: And we yeah. we obviously everyone's talked about uh, being being encouraged by the Magic's record. Uh, the second half, you know, more than the second half of last season, essentially after you know the rash of injuries at the beginning, where they played basically above 500 basketball the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Last year, for the first time in a long time, I think we saw. Quite a bit of parity in the NBA, um, maybe to a level that you know we haven't seen in, in, a, in a long time. Uh, I think that continues this year. I think that there's even more parity. Um, last season, 40 wins was enough for the play-in in both conferences. Um, this year, and in the East specifically, there were a glut of teams that finished 35-34 wins. I, I feel like um, a couple of those wins are, are given up. Uh, from some of the teams above them this year, uh, and I think that 39 is in play for the play-in, and we'll say that. So I am predicting 45 and 37,
0: which that scares the shit out of me that I got to that number, 45 and 37. I know one of the guys on the uh, Orlando Magic HQ pod they they picked the same thing, but I mean I'm looking at the schedule and. Like we can and should be better than a lot of those teams that are kind of in that 36, 46 win range. Like I genuinely am very optimistic for what we can be. And I came up with 45 and 37 when I, when I checked every single game. And I mean, I can give some, some Jersey, some, uh, some Jersey stuff or some, not some Jersey stuff, some record stuff right now, as far as looking at the calendar, like, you know, the Magic, they got to beat Houston tonight because then we have this huge road, you know, this this West Coast road trip coming out. But we've got four games in October. You know, we got Houston tonight at Portland on the 27th, at the Lakers on the 30th, and then at the Clippers on the 31st. We need to get out of that at 2-2, two and two. Um, be it, you know, a win against Houston and then, you know, either a win in Portland or you win one of the L.A. games, but we need to get at we need to get out of october 2 and 2 the big month actually actually comes next in november because people look at that schedule and get kind of scared looking at it and i look at november as a big big opportunity and i have the magic going 10 and 4 in november which if the magic get even to 9 and 5 we're looking at a playoff spot at a, at that moment. As long as we can stay healthy, it's not even just a playing debate at that point. It's we got a shot at six at that moment. But I think we can go ten and four because looking at some of these teams and looking at the schedule, there's a lot of stuff going on. And I mean, this is where this is why you know I I thought we. This is where I'm also saying the Magic are gonna go four and zero in the in these playing games because again, with the playing games we've got what do we got we got at at Brooklyn on the 14th of November and, and then uh, the next night we're in Chicago with in a non uh in-season tournament game i have us losing on the on the 15th at Chicago but then that friday the 17th still in Chicago i have us winning that game because chicago's a very flawed team like they're starting kobe white at point guard um there's just a lot of i i still don't think billy donovan's a good nba head coach um you know, as as good as Vooch and DeRozan and a healthy Zach Levine can be, Chicago has a lot of flaws. You look at Brooklyn, as I mentioned earlier, that's not the same Brooklyn that that was before. You know, the Durant trade stuff happened. Like, that's an under 500 team at the moment, and I don't think Jacques Vaughn's going to be able to to make that team a playoff team. Maybe not even a playing team. But, um, and then you go from what the 17th to we have two those two uh home games in-season home games where november 21st we got toronto at home i think toronto should be tanking and at this point masai ujiri is just so stubborn that he held on this long that he's screwing himself with what he could potentially get in trades and whatnot like um he basically hired like the darker rayakovich guy like that guy is good for a, a rebuild and a tanking type team that guy's not going to win you a lot more games than you had with Nick Nurse. So I think we we would beat the Rap the Raptors on the 21st. And then the 24th, look, that's the toughest one with Boston. That's a Friday, uh Black Friday game on the 24th. It's a 230 game on NBA TV. I just think Boston, like we had their number in Boston a couple times. We really, we really showed Boston what we can do and what we can be. And now I think they're going to end up I mean, they're they're a slightly better team, maybe, but their they, the depth is not on their side. And if Porzingis ends up dealing with any type of injury like that, team's in trouble, uh, depth wise. So because um, then you're leaning on an, a, a very aging Al Horford, who can do it in spurts, but if you ha- you can't ask him to to put in thirty plus minutes every night anymore, you just can't do that with him. Um, but yeah, if we can get through November nine and five ten and four like i have us at ten and four in november like that puts us at 12 and six going into december and i only have i think two months where we're under 500 this season which again that's kind of scary considering where we've been overall over the past decade like i have us going six and eight in december january i have us going nine and seven february i have us going seven and five march i have us going eight and six April, I have us finishing actually you know, three and five, kind of on a, on a downturn. But I'm at 45 and 37. I think we get the sixth seed in the East. Um, 45 and 37 would have gotten you the sixth seed in the East last season. So maybe 45 and 37 might actually get you the fifth seed in the East. I don't know. I'm not going to agree with that. I'll happily take the sixth seed at that point. But to go from 22 to 34 wins last season to now – potentially another double digit win boost, 34 to 45 wins in two years. That would be immense. And the path is there, man. And I think with our continuity with our youth out of the gate, I think that that that's actually going to help us finally. And I know some people are scared of this schedule. I'm not, this team shouldn't be there's a lot of mediocre slash meh slash downhill sliding teams that this magic team can beat. Um I don't know if you
1: want, if you got anything else to say on, on any of that, Benny. I I mean, I think that's entirely plausible. Uh, You could say anywhere from 35 to 45 wins. And I would believe you, you know, like the, the range for this team. And again, I think part of that is just based on how the NBA is set up right now with uh, a lot of teams in that glut of kind of in the middle of trying to figure out how to compete or, trying to maintain that mediocrity in some cases that uh, you know there's going to be a a tight race all season long and it'll come down to a couple game swings here or there Um, the interesting fact if if your prediction comes to pass and you have a teeny bit of wiggle room too is in what in 34 seasons of completed magic basketball we've never had the back-to-back double-digit win improvement so could make some history here in year 35.
0: Wow. Yeah, that would be something. All right. Uh, Will the Magic make the playoffs, be it via the play-in or just straight up? Obviously, I said yes. I'm saying six-seed. So, you know, play-in, that's between the seven
1: through ten-seed teams. Uh, What are you thinking on your end, Penny? I've I've waffled on this. I've wavered back and forth, and I have settled in that the Magic will finish 10th in the East and will make the play-in uh we'll see from there if they sneak into the actual playoff i'm i'm not certain on that
0: fact all right uh will the magic win the division obviously based off your 39 wins that's impossible for the magic to win the division so you don't need to respond to that i say yes i say we win the southeast division we uh we beat miami by either a game or by a tiebreaker uh, that's that's where i'm at with miami uh on that um yeah i it would be really cool if we wanted a division, man, that that'd be, that'd be kind of awesome. And I think it's actually plausible with how Miami is kind of Miami, like Miami could be the third seed in the East. They could be, they could not, they may not even make the play in this season. That's how, that's how wide of a range they're at. Like if Jimmy Butler misses games, they're in trouble. So um, yeah. All right, Penny, who leads the magic in points per game this season? Which magic player?
1: we're not going out on a limb here I'm gonna go with Paolo again this year all right I am
0: sticking with Paolo Ben or Caro with you on that one
1: 20 20 uh, plus right more than 20
0: I was thinking 22. um I think Franz will be close he'll be 20, 21 that's that's where I'm at with that so it, I think we'll have two 20 point per game scores um who will be the magics MVP now? I waffled a little bit on this. I don't know who, do you, who you got as the magic
1: MVP on this. Yeah. I hate to do it to you, but I, I have to go Palo here again and again. Um, much in the same way that there's an MVP debate across the league. It's, is it most impactful? Is it biggest X factor? Is it, you know, biggest impact on winning? Like it, it kind of depends on your criteria, but we're, we're expecting Paolo to be what 22, 23 points. And hopefully, Kind you know that increased efficiency across across the board, and if that comes to pass, then he's the team MVP. Yeah we yeah we gotta
0: hope Paolo's hands okay because he he purposely didn't do much in in preseason and like we talked about last pod like it doesn't concern us, but now that these games count, like let's see if he turns it on scoring wise. But um, I I'm picking Markel Foltz for Magic MVP. I I almost picked Franz Wagner. I know what I'm gonna get from Paolo and Franz overall, like in general, but if Folds continues to improve this season, we're a playoff team. We're we're six team, and I'm expecting that because I think Markel is just on that type of trajectory. Um and Markel is the motor that drives everything. Like he's the floor general, like he's he's one of the leaders of this team. Like it's between like Wendell, Markel, and then Cole's kind of the louder leader out of out of that bunch at the moment, um, is how I view it so yeah i, I went with folds for magic mvp all right penny will a magic player win a postseason award um so stuff like you know most improved six man uh we can even t- throw in the coaching staff or, an, or the executive stat if staff in there for for coach of the year
1: or executive of the year but will a magic member win a postseason award I uh, wouldn't that be something if Anthony Parker wins for the uh, Joe Ingalls acquisition this year? <laughs> so uh, no, I don't have anything for this year. But um, you know, as we talked about, we, I think that the accolades are coming and they're going to come quick, uh, beginning next year.
0: Yeah, I I wouldn't rule out. I mean, Fra- out of all of them, it's probably Franz Wagner being favor being like a magic favorite for award, and that would be for most improved player. I don't believe in second and third year NBA players being eligible for most improved player. But while they are, you might as well throw Franz in there. Cole Anthony for six man. Like I said, that's, that's a sneaky, like it's very possible. And now he's under contract. So he doesn't have that worry uh, in his head. So he can just go and ball out. Um, And that six man of the year award is wide open. There's not really a favorite, really. I think I saw Norm Powell might be the favorite, but like, there's not really a favorite for that award. Um, and then look the magic go 45 and 37, Jamal Mosley's going to be in coach of the year discussion. Um, so you got to throw them in there, but no, I don't think the magic get a postseason award because a lot of this crap is popularity contests. Anyway. Um, we did get a Twitter question from, uh, at Stephanie and Lou, uh, who have been longtime followers of us. And, and we appreciate that, but they want to know if we had placed any magic future bets. And, uh, I will share because I I made some bets in Wyoming last month and then in Tennessee this weekend uh, on the FanDuel Sportsbook. But, you know, I pounded the magic over under with a few bucks. So, you know, I went magic over. I think when I first did the bet, it was like 36 and a half. Now I think it's still 37 and a half, but I'm still obviously going over for that. I put a dollar on Mosley to win coach of the year at, I believe, plus 2300. I put a dollar on Cole Anthony to win six Man of the Year for I think you got you win seventy five bucks for that seventy five or seventy six bucks for that. Put a dollar on the Magic winning the East Group C, uh, for the in season tournament at I think it was plus nine fifty, uh, is where I got that. And then I put a dollar on the Magic winning the Southeast Division at I believe also nine uh, plus nine fifty. So if those are the ones I can remember. I think there might have been one or two others, but. Uh, Penny, I don't know if you got any bets in or not, but
1: um, yeah, I don't know if you got any feedback on that. I I didn't take advantage of the being across state lines myself personally, but I think any, anything, the easiest win here for magic fans, I think is without jinxing us is pounding the over under um, and getting that in uh, what in the next 90 minutes before probably that bets off the board. So, I mean, that's all the predictions
0: I have, really. Do you have any other predictions, Penny, or can we just quickly talk about the East while we got a
1: few minutes here? Yeah, let's run down the East and see where the magic fall in with uh, everyone else across the board here.
0: Yeah. So, uh, do you think Milwaukee and or Boston is the best team? You know, do we agree that they're the top two? I got Milwaukee.
1: I think you had Boston, right? Yeah, I certainly, I think head and shoulders uh, one and two in the East and above that next group of teams. I have Boston edging out Milwaukee. You talk about the lack of front court depth for the Celtics, which is not inherently wrong. Um, But I don't love the Milwaukee depth for regular season wins necessarily. So I have Boston just a touch ahead of Milwaukee for, for the regular year. Where do you have Miami? Because I... Portland did us a favor by
0: screwing them over, but Miami, like I said, they could be between like three and like 11 seed outside of
1: the play-in. I have Miami sixth. I don't love where I have them, but that's the, that's where they ended up. Um, I think there's going to be a a re-energized Tyler hero, unfortunately, whatever that means. Um, And I think there is some benefit to making that finals run and having that carry over. You think Miami wins the division or Atlanta? I have, I do have Miami winning the division.
0: All right. So you have them. Um, you said sixth. I have Miami seventh below us. Um, So the Sixers are a mess, but they still have Embiid. I, I think Nick nurse is going to help them this season, but as a long-term option, I don't like that nurse fit in Philly. And, I mean, I, I have the Sixers finishing third, still in the East, and I'll be especially more confident if they trade Harden away and they can get a guy maybe like Terrence Mann back. Um, what are you thinking on Philly?
1: Philly is interesting. Um, just trying to the the Harden thing makes it difficult to prognosticate here, um, but essentially you gotta you gotta consider him to be a, a zero at this point. Uh, so you are basing it off Embiid, his health, his motivation, and the Nick Nurse impact. I didn't. I really don't like any of my East rankings. I guess looking back at it, but I, I have Philly fourth in the East um, again with the hardened cloud kind of looming over everything.
0: So who's third for you,
1: Cleveland or the Knicks? I got New York third. Woo! There's a lot of talk about you know Tibbs and kind of the uh, good year bad year good year bad year thing, but uh, I think there's something brewing in New York. Um, I think they finished top three this year.
0: Uh, yeah, I got. I got Philly third. I have Cleveland in fifth. I have the Knicks fourth, and those two were swapped last year. Last year, Cleveland was fourth, and the Knicks were fifth, so I, I have them
1: swapping. Um, we are how far do you have Cleveland, Cleveland fallen? We are aligned on Cleveland at five. I think that's where they end up. Okay. And then I said this a couple episodes
0: ago, but I think two of Atlanta, Miami, Brooklyn, or Toronto won't make the play-in in this instance. I have the rap- Raptors in the nets outside of the play-in. Um, I think us in Indiana are getting into the top 10 at least. And um, I think the Bulls stay in the top 10 and the Hawks barely. Uh, I-, I have the Hawks 10th. I I'm lower on the Hawks than a lot of people are. Um, and I think, You can make the argument that Indy could finish above us, but for my say, for for what my kind of uh thought process, like I have the Magic sixth, Heat seventh, Pacers eighth, Bulls ninth, Hawks tenth, and then eleven I got Toronto, twelve Brooklyn, thirteen Detroit. Which if Cade is playing often and is healthy like that. I could look stupid for putting Detroit 13th, but that's where I have them. And then I have the Wizards 14th. And for karma purposes, I have
1: Charlotte 15th. Uh, I don't know what you got for the rest of those. Yeah. So I have the Heat at six, as we talked about in the, you know, final solidifying playoff spot. And then in the play, and I have the Pacers at seven. I have the Nets at eight. I like the roster. I don't know how much Jock Vaughn hampers them. I think they, they round out the top eight. Hawks edging out the Magic at nine, Magic at ten, Bulls at eleven, missing out on the play-in this year. Raptors at twelve. The roster, the names on the roster are good, but the coaching hire again is all signs pointing to tanking and and not living up to that. So the and then again Detroit, Charlotte, and Washington in fifteenth and last place this year. The biggest question mark for me, not even question mark, but interesting thing who's the first team to blow it up? Is it Chicago? Is it Toronto? Is it Atlanta? Is it somebody else? I think of those three, I'd have Atlanta third, just because there's enough time, like Quinn Snyder's got to work long enough to go, okay, now I can't use this guy. Um, So I'd be inclined to say Chicago is the first team to get rid of one of those three kind of cornerstone pieces. I don't think Chicago blows it up. I
0: think they just stick it out and try to get it and try and just get in the play-in or the playoffs. And I, I think they'll, you know, they'll get in the play-in, but I think Toronto, I have them 11th. They could easily be last. I think they blow it up. Um, they They're about two years late on it, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm at there. So, um, uh, that's all I got, man. Like I said, you know, I got the magic going 45 and 37 and finishing six. You got any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, we, we have I to win this. You're right, on the tonight, nose right?
1: What's that? Yeah. I, I hope you're right on the nose again. 45 wins would be a great year. Um, back to back. Perfect. Predicting would be another feather in your cap. So, uh, I predicted 39, but I'm riding with you at 45. So we, we made it dude. We made it all the way to opening night. Let's hope it's all a right. good one. Uh, shout out to Orlando City, who's about to start the
0: playoffs here this weekend as well. So, Orlando's got some fun sports stuff going on. You know, UCF Homecoming, I believe, with West Virginia. But that's going to do it for this episode. If you're still listening, we thank you very much for your time. Subscriptions, high ratings, positive comments all help this podcast ranking immensely. Tweet us any of your questions and feedback. Penny, what's your Twitter handle? At Spencer Strode. No C's, just S's. And I'm at Papa Giorgio MBO. And with that, take care. Let's go, Magic. Happy New Year.